Welcome to the Blind Apex Podcast, where amateur club racers tune in to get faster. Welcome to episode one of the Blind Apex Podcast. This podcast is really just going to expand upon that little trailer I put together, the one minute, 30 second elevator-ish speech that I saved, put together, published, mostly to save space and get approval on all these uh, podcasting platforms. So we're going to expand a little bit, go into why I named it the Blind Apex Podcast, um, what the vision is, what you guys can expect, and a little bit about me. So why did I call this the Blind Apex Podcast? First, it's basically my favorite kind of corner. You're kind of feeling your way around it probably the first, I don't know, at least dozen times around the track. Um, You really just got to, you just have to have a feel for it. And that sort of explains my journey as a racer, because I'm sort of just feeling my way through being a racer. It may explain yours too, but also this podcasting gig, I'm kind of just feeling it out. It's, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be, but um, I'm going to stick it out. It's, it's been a challenge and, uh, I enjoy those. Admittedly, I'm, I'm just one of a thousand mid pack racers out there in the club racing world. Um, you know, I learn my lessons the hard way. Sometimes, sometimes I learn them from other people. And so I'm hoping if you can learn from my struggles and the people that are helping me that, uh, maybe your struggles in amateur road racing will be a little lighter. Another big thing for this podcast is I want to promote club racing overall. Honda Challenge itself with the National Auto Sports Association and help folks get a little bit faster because the guy that's in first place, he's still trying to get faster. He could get first place every race, every season. And he's still going to try to find another second. And if you're not trying to find two seconds, you're just going to be that much farther behind. We're going to debate random racing theories that pop up from time to time, mostly to invoke thought. We really need to think about what we're doing out there. We need to be methodical. And it's, it's just really important for a racer to understand every aspect. You're not just the driver. This is amateur racing. I mean, I guess there are some guys who, who have crews or massive crews or lots of help, but generally you're the mechanic, you're the driver, you're the crew chief, you're the cook, you know? Um, so you really need to be methodical and have everything thought out. You're also the logistics person. You're the engine builder. You deal with the budget. So you might as well be your personal accountant. And all of that sort of accumulates into what we're going to cover in episode two, which is the race program. And you're going to hear me preach about that a lot. Um, since 2019, when I started racing, racing, uh, my program development, I believe is what's helped me get faster. Now there's elements to that program, that race program 
that are a huge benefit on the track. And then there's other elements that are a huge benefit off the track that, you know, cascade into your track life and into getting faster. Some of the things you can expect on the podcast are going to be me pontificating, navel gazing about my own race program, about the struggles that I'm having and some of the triumphs that I'm having because we're basically in a brand new car. I'll get into that later. Yes, I've built two cars in three, four years. So you're going to get a lot about those lessons that I learned building two different cars in two different ways. We're also going to talk about aero development, suspension development, and all the normal things, you know, what you what you need to expect during dyno tuning, what you should be aiming for, um, class rules, how to read them, how to deal with them, how to hopefully get them changed. Um, we'll be going into data. I do data for a living, so I have a lot of opinions on data, how to use it, when to use it, who should be using what kind of data. And uh, you're probably going to get a lot of complaints from me about uh, McPherson strut front wheel drive cars because that's currently what I'm racing. But mostly we're going to focus on different areas of improvement for all of us to help everyone get a little bit faster. You might be asking, what do you have to bring? What expertise do you have to bring to the table? Well, I'm pretty much the epitome of a jack of all trades is better than none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I'm a lifelong car guy. Um, my grandfather used to drag race semi-professionally. My uncle's a big Lotus guy. Uh, my dad owned all sorts of muscle cars growing up. Uh, my stepdad was big on some of the Nissan stuff like 510s and Zs. I grew up around cars and it sort of pushed me to find my way in the motorsports community. Um, mostly because I got three reckless driving tickets probably within three months of getting my driver's license. So my parents forced me into things like time speed distance rally and autocross. I say forced, you know, anytime a kid gets to go full throttle anywhere, he's going to do it. So it was just a good place for me to be, uh, get some of that out. Then in college, I helped start Madison Motorsports at James Madison University with all the OGs. Madison Motorsports teamed up with uh, the National Auto Sports Association Mid-Atlantic Region, and I worked one whole year as a corner worker, earning credits to get on track. I then spent 10 years with NASA Mid-Atlantic in the tech shed with Richard Mitchum of Mitchum Motorsports, uh, IMSA support team. In those 10 years, I learned a lot about racing, a lot about building cars, what works, what doesn't. Uh, Richard Mitchum really was able to share a lot of his experience with me. Um, he was a former Firehawk racer back in the 80s. And um, yeah, he, he really influenced uh, how I look at racing and how I look at the car and how I prepare every for every event. 
I'm pretty blessed to have him around. He still swings by my paddock spots, gives me that constructive criticism I need, always looking to make sure that uh, I'm doing all I can do to improve myself. So I learned a lot from him, and uh, I hope to pass on some of that knowledge. I started doing HPDEs basically in 2002. Um, After that, I had to take a break due to some family stuff, and I came back in 2014. And from that point on, my goal was to race before I turned 40 years old. And fortunately, my wife was very supportive of that. And uh, in 2019, roughly three months before my 40th birthday, I got my competition license. As I stated before, I I am a mid-pack racer, but I'm a mid-pack racer in what I feel is the fastest region of Honda Challenge in the nation. Um, That's up for debate. If you want to debate me on that, why don't you, uh, you know, hit me up on Instagram, text me, whatever you guys want to do, because we can get into that for sure. Um, But I don't settle for mid-pack. It might seem like it. you know, when you're finishing fourth, fifth, maybe all the way back to seventh, depending on how rowdy the crowd is. Um, but I'm never settling for that position. I'm always looking for time. I'm always looking to gain a position. And uh, I want to make sure that I do it in the right ways. And, you know, no cheating here. We're, we're trying to improve as a driver And one of the big philosophies I have, and again, we can debate this all we want, and I'll probably debate it on a future podcast, is that um, you need to have your car fully prepared. If you're not built to the maximum of the rules, you can always have some racer excuse, right? If your car is built to the rules 100%, the only blame you have is on yourself. You know, did you prepare the car properly? And did you drive it properly? So my big stickler is build your car to 100% of the rules. So the only place you can look is yourself. And that, that really influences my philosophy overall. I don't care whether you're just in HPDE one or you're in time trials, AKA qualifying, or you're a national champion if you're not looking to improve, you're doing parade laps. You're not even doing lapping days or track days. You're doing parade laps. You must always look for a way to improve. And I think that's one of the biggest pushes for me to do this podcast is because I don't want my race family, my race community, I don't want the next generation coming up in HPDE that want to come and race with us to be stagnant like that. So we might get a little spicy on this podcast. I won't lie. When uh, we take a look at the rules, when we start making podcasts to prep for national championship races, you're probably going to hear some semi-controversial things because we're not going to pull punches here. I don't race with guys who pull punches. I don't hang out with guys who pull punches. I, the guy who personally mentors me as a driver will not 
pull punches and he will be on this podcast for sure. He will call me all sorts of names. He has in the past. I expect it. He has high expectations for me, maybe higher than I have. I, you know, for myself, but that's what you need around you. So be prepared. That's what we do around here. It's time to get jazzed off season is in full swing. And if you're not getting yourself ready for your first race, you're going to be slow. And that's not the object. You did not spend the money on that car. You do not spend the money to go to those track events, those races to be slow. So be prepared, prepare yourself, prepare the car and get your act together. If you feel guilty for that statement, this podcast is definitely for you. Please like, subscribe, share, give the podcast some five-star reviews, just like my racing. It's a work in progress. I'm going to keep trying to improve this, improve my race program, improve myself on track. Um, if there's any sponsors out there that want to reach out, that's great. I'm ready to eat this cost like I eat the cost of racing. You know, it's it's all one big adventure for me. But I have some great ideas, I think, for some charitable contributions in the racing community. I think we need to reach out. We need to help each other. We need to grow the sport. Until next time, keep working on yourself. Keep working on the car. And let's get faster.